0: hello there. I hope everybody's well. Now I'm here sitting in the garden and I'm actually just listening to the birds and my little robin friend who has been visiting me over the last week and a half um, has also been coming to sit next to me um, and he's been with me this afternoon which is really absolutely gorgeous. So I arranged for a friend of mine, her name's Michelle, to come and do my garden for me because I've been so busy with clients. And she really did work so hard. She came in on a Thursday and she actually was here for nine hours. Now I gave her lunch and I even fed her dinner and gave her endless cups of teas and coffees and water. And what she's done is she's dug over all my um, earth... Um, all my flower beds and um, I've planted some beautiful seeds. And the birds have been coming into the garden. Now, a little robin came and visited me a week ago. I walked into my garden and opened my double doors and this robin literally just flew straight past my eyes. And you know, I do say to people, please look and notice. And this time of the year is so fascinating when you see the little birds and um, you know you, you see the birds collecting the worms for their babies and um, flying back to their nests. And this little robin has become a regular visitor in my garden. So last night I had um, an opportunity of having a treatment. Uh, I do have regular reflexology which I love. and a friend of mine contacted me to say that she was able to fit me in. So I said to her, well look, why don't we just do it in the garden? Because obviously that's nice and safe. And she came round my side access and I sat there in a blanket. And as she started the treatment, this little Robin just came and sat down with us. And she was with me for an hour. And this Robin would move to the arch and would sit on my little arch where my my roses are and then would move onto the swing chair and then would just sit literally a foot away from me. And we just couldn't believe this beautiful Robin. And Michelle, like myself, is quite spiritual. And she said to me, Tina, she said, I do believe that Robins are somebody visiting you from spirit. And I said, I totally agreed with her, completely and utterly. And um, I, in my own mind, knew who it was that had visited me because yesterday I had been asked to go round to um, a, a gentleman's home that had passed a few months ago. And um, I had arranged for Michelle to go round there to um, organise um, some stuff that she'd been asked to do. And I had a client, so I said to her, look, you carry on doing what you need to do. the property but i'm going to go into the garden and i'm going to take my meditation into the garden with my client which is exactly what i did and it was over a zoom call and when i came back into the home she had been helping to declutter some of the books um, and also records as well and i'd already done some donations um, to a local jazz club And this gentleman had asked for some of his CDs and music to go to. But the feeling in this flat, and it had been empty for a few months now, just felt really lovely. It felt very peaceful and calm. And as we left, I just knew that there was a little bit of closure that had happened with this particular gentleman. Because it was... The reading of his will that had taken place on Friday. Friday evening the will had been read to my daughter who lives in Australia and I wasn't due to go to the property yesterday because Michelle had kindly said that she would cut my mother's hair for me and I co-care for my mum. So she met me at my mother's in Woodford at half past nine and I organised mum's breakfast and uh, Michelle cut my mother's hair and she was then going off to do something else. But as I was on my way home, she messaged me or rather phoned me to say that the arrangement she'd made had been cancelled. So would it be okay if she went over to the passing of this gentleman, Arnold Grayson? So I said to her, I'll meet her there, and that's what I did. And I just felt that I needed to be there yesterday because it was, again, you know, the clarity, the the will had been read and my daughters had been left some inheritance. And um, as much as we're so sad that he's gone, he's ensured that my daughters will be looked after, which is absolutely amazing. So this little robin, I felt that the robin had come to visit me and... It was such a magical evening, it really and truly was. Now, things happen all the time. You know, if you look out of your window, do you see a black cat that might have just walked along your lawn or a little tabby? Or as you leave your home in the morning, are you greeted by a little bird singing in a tree, as I was about three months ago? Because three months ago, when this gentleman passed, I left the house in the morning to go round to my mother to organise her morning call. And in the tree was a bird that I've never seen before. Now, this bird to me looked like a parakeet. And as I looked at the bird, the colours of the bird were so, so bright. And not something that I would normally see here in my little cul-de-sac but there was a gentleman working next door and he noticed this bird too and he stopped his work and he just gasped and said that is not normal we don't normally see this kind of thing around here and he turned around to me and said I do believe that that was spirit and I said to him well it's strange you should say that because we've just had a passing of a gentleman who passed away with Covid and I do feel that that bird just came along as a little messenger. Now, when I got back from my duties and my meals on wheels that I did on this particular day, this gentleman was walking, still working outside the home. And he looked at me and said, I've checked it up. He said, I've done some research. He said, and that is definitely a sign. That really and truly is. And um, I will never forget this conversation that I had with him. And um, this gentleman that passed was a very, very special man. And this week, I was invited to the U3A. Now, if you don't know the U3A, what it is, it's the Universe of the Third Age. And it's absolutely amazing. Um, It was the Redbridge and District... Um, Area that contacted me and they contacted me to thank me for the donation of the jazz music that had been donated to their jazz club and they asked me if I would like to come along to a tribute because they were going to play Arnold's jazz as a tribute to him in his memory and they are going to continue to play his jazz in his memory for years to come and they were extremely grateful that they received the jazz CDs and the music because for them, their excitement and their positivity and to keep them going is by listening to jazz and listening to music. Now, I explain that I teach relaxation and meditation and I was engaging with a gentleman in his 90s. And he said to me, I meditate when I listen to my music. And music is my passion. And I just go to another place when I listen to my music. And I am a lover of music myself. I was brought up with music. My father is an avid um, music fan. He, He loves jazz and he loves classical music. But when I went to this property yesterday, Michelle had been organising some of the books because we'd been asked to buy this gentleman's daughter to look through some books to see if there was any notes and, crazily enough, if there was any money left in books, as if he would do that. And she gave me a book and asked if she could have this particular book and I said to her, of course you can, but as I opened it, I realised that it was not a book she could have at all. Now, the book is called... bag of jewels and in it there was a little note saying this is a property of my dear brother-in-law John Sugarman. Now Johnny Sugarman was the first naturopath and he was the first naturopath in Golders Green and when I met the family and got married into the Grayson family and uh, met my father-in-law I met Johnny And I was only at the age of 20, so I'm going back 38 years. And he was very, very successful, but he left this book to my late mother-in-law, Phyllis Grayson. Now, Phyllis was very much about living in the past because she'd not had a great childhood. And even though she met the most amazing gentleman in Arnold, she was very... Trapped in her life as it been as a child. And in this book, there's a variety of pages, and some of the pages have got a tick in them. And I do believe that Johnny had ticked these pages for her to read. And I'm going to read some of my favorite Stuart Wilde sayings, because this book is all about positivity. And one of them here is power comes from understanding that whatever others are is where they need to be and whatever they are doing is for their highest good and their highest growth and you should not judge it totally accepting other people's reality invigorates your own. Progress because judgment holds you back in the base of physical levels. Now another one here, and this was ticked by James M. Barry. The reason why birds can fly and we can't is simply that they have perfect faith, for to have faith is to have wings. And I'm just moving forward to some other of Stuart Wilde infinite he sees beauty in all things and he accepts the ways of man including restriction and strife he knows that without constraints there would be no challenges and life isn't always easy but if we keep a positive mindset what happens is positivity comes back to us now Stuart Wilde has written here the universal law is impartial It will give you anything you believe. It will throw you garbage or roses, depending on the energy that you put in. You are the one in charge and you must accept that and stand alone. And if you think God is coming down to fix things for you, forget it. God is only out there playing golf. made me laugh. That really did. But there's some amazing, amazing, amazing stuff here. We've got um, Helen Keller. Everything has its wonders, even darkness and silence. I learn that whenever, whatever state I may be in, there be content. And that was Helen Keller. Now, this book is um, a guide for the advanced soul, uh, 1984 to 1987 and um, this was actually published, believe it or not in Australia strangely enough and then we've got Sydney Smith It is the greatest of all mistakes to do nothing because you can only do a little, do what you can Life was never meant to be a struggle Just a gentle progression from one point to another, much like walking through a valley on a sunny day. Stuart Wilde. Everyone finds their own doorway to walk through and each doorway you walk through will bring you into a new space of being. As you create new spaces to walk into, stand a moment in the doorway and review the scene behind you. Then turn and for a moment be awe and inspired with the wonder of the new space you have created to play into. At least give yourself that moment. Gita Bellin. And it is just full of this. It is absolutely gorgeous. And um, then we've got, you cannot know your own perfection until you have honored all those who have created, like you, A Course of Miracles. And this reminds me of a book that was given to me in my thirties. And it was given to me by um, a gentleman who was a bit of an entrepreneur. And the book was by Stuart Wilde and it was called Miracles. And now when I pick this book up, I totally understand all the miracles that are out there in life. But sometimes we look at life and we don't look at life with open eyes. Our emotions get in the way. So what is real joy? There is no more joyful place in the world than exactly where you are right now because you cannot experience real joy when your mind is elsewhere thinking of what has happened in the past or what might even happen in the future. So sometimes we just need to walk away. We need to walk away from the negativity, from the darkness, and move forward and find the light and positivity just gives you more positivity and little miracles happen just every day and all you need to do is just take notice take notice of what's happening in your life and just be grateful for all the little miracles every day something will show up for you the beauty of a rainbow the smell of freshly baked bread as you walk past the bakery an overheard joke the fact that you managed to catch that train when you thought you would miss it and what i'm doing now is showing you you know these are my reiki cards And my Reiki cards, I use them all the time. And another one here is, be present. The present moment is the one you are living now. The only moment over which you have any control. So to be present is to be alive and feel alive right now. This very moment. So life isn't always easy. And we have to go through the ups and the downs. But if you have belief, you have joy, and you can find joy in the small things you do, just like U3A, if it be listening to your jazz or joining um, a creative writing class, which they do, or a session where you're maybe sharing your love of films or poetry they have classes all the time their membership at the moment at the u3a is 15 pounds for the year they have got people on zoom they have managed to um, get the elderly out there engaging and when i spoke to the uh, woman who runs The U3A, she said to me, her job is to help give people a lifeline. And she was in her 80s and she's got a purpose. And just by having that purpose, that is what keeps her alive. And that's what life is about. By this radio station, playing music, um, you know, offering really good information, discussions life is all about learning and our commitment to life is to continue to learn and I will never stop learning. So what I've decided to do is to try and see if I can engage my mother who will be 80 this year into using the U3A which means that she needs to get on to Zoom So, I have joined her for um, some internet because she doesn't have any. And that has just cost another £5 a month. So, it's not a lot of money. And if I can't seem to get her on there, I haven't lost a lot of money. And um, I've decided just for three months, let's try and see if we can give her a purpose. Because, like a lot of people and a lot of elderly, you know, the internet is another lifeline, the radio station is a lifeline the TV is a lifeline and we can choose what we watch we can choose what we listen to we can choose how we program our minds so I live in positivity I teach law of attraction I teach positivity but I haven't always been this way This has taken years of learning. But one of the things that I realised in a younger life was the only person that can change you is yourself. So you need to start somewhere. A lot of us are living in the past. Deep-rooted emotions, things that have affected us from our childhood, Our parents didn't always get it right, but it wasn't always there for either. The U3A is the universe for the universe of the third age. So our first age is our childhood. Our second age, as they explained to me, is when you're working. And the third age is where you have time to study. You've retired and you can spend the time doing the things that you want to do that you love to do so it might be a gardening club it might be an information group they aren't looking to go back to classes and when they do they're not going to be charging any more than the 15 pounds they have got members all around the world and all around the country and I've also made the decision to be a member of the U3A Even though I'm working, I will do my best to jump in every now and then. And the jazz club had, I'd say, no more than 12 to 13 people. And just watching their faces whilst I was on Zoom. And just the wonderful tribute that was given to the late passing of Arnold Grayson. I will never, ever forget the invite that I've had from them. So there is so much out there. And there's so much work to be done. If you want to do befriending, there's loads of opportunities. So don't ever feel that there's nothing to do in your life. Wake up. Look around. The world's becoming more normal, or our new normal, should I say. I've loved being able to pop into the charity shops this week. And picking up some little bits and bobs. I always love a bargain. And um, I've also ordered some painting stuff from the works. Because I'm going to be having a, a painting garden party for a friend's birthday. So there's loads of lovely things that we can do. And it's all about just embracing your life. I'm very, very blessed. I love my work. My work is my joy, and my work is my passion. But in my early years, I always loved my work, but I wasn't always working my life passion. So just like this radio station and just, you know, what you're doing, guys, you know, putting out the music, it lifts your soul. Music, really and truly, is so uplifting. It's absolutely amazing. And the gentleman in the jazz club was so, so right that that is his way of coping with life and his way of meditation. Another person I want to share with you is Louise Hay. And Louise Hay has also been mentioned in this little book as well. And Louise Hay has passed, we know, but she did some amazing work. And her teachings was all about self-love and that what we think is what we manifest into ourselves so if you hold anger anger will eat you up so you need to let go just let go of these emotions and once you let go you will feel so so amazing so things that have niggled you in the past friends that may be are always moaning. Maybe move away. And find some people that are on your page. Some like-minded people. Power comes from understanding that whatever others are is where they need to be. And wherever they are whatever they are doing is for their highest growth. You should not judge. It's totally accepting of other people's reality and their progress because judgments just hold you back. So don't hold back. It might be that you want to study psychology or there's something else there that you want to be doing. Go and do what you've been put on this planet to do because I assure you when you do, you will in your joy love who you are and what you are what you do laugh at yourself and at life and nothing can touch you it's all temporary anyway and your next lifetime you will do it differently anyway so why not do it differently now wake up Make those changes. And if you need help, find me. You can contact me on my Tina Grayson Facebook page or you can visit me on www.graysonconsultancy.co.uk. I will then spend 30 minutes giving you a consultation and you then decide whether you want to work with me or not but live your best life read positive things think positively hang out with people that are on your team and start enjoying the life that you've been put here to love a huge namaste I'll speak to you soon and have a lovely, lovely day. Well, hello there. I hope everyone's had a lovely weekend. The weather has been absolutely glorious. Um, Tina Grayson here from Grayson Consultancy. Um, today talking about the magic in our lives and um, the little things that we find absolutely magical so I've been spending quite some time in my garden and over the last couple of weeks as you know I had a little robin that came to visit me a few weeks ago and this robin's been back again this weekend and um, I hadn't seen him today and um, I was sitting down just relaxing in the garden at about half past three and I just said to myself where are you little Robin and all of a sudden he flew past me and he sat on the arch um, just where one of my mirrors is in the garden and I just videoed him and followed him around the garden and he found the the little bits of food that I'd left and um, I've got a, a hanging feeder and water there and some food and he was just spending some time on his own he didn't bring anyone with him today just in the garden so I'm hoping he'll come back again soon and um, he is absolutely gorgeous and um, I was very lucky to be invited into a health and well-being day today where I spent some time talking about the magic that's in my life and the little bits of magic that just arrived so if i go to a charity shop and as we know the charity shops are back open now which i love i always go with an open mind but i always find something absolutely adorable and what i found on saturday was a book and on the book it's a scrapbook And on the front of the cover it says hello beautiful and it's got a butterfly and then a bird cage and a bird and as you know I absolutely love the birds and I love the garden and it was sort of postcards on the front and this I would have probably paid 15 pounds for but I was very very blessed to have just picked it up for no more than three pounds in a charity shop and the other day I was walking past um, Bernardo's charity shop and I got really inspired because I saw a little heart dish in there and this heart dish on the back of it it had two Jean love Pam Christmas 1998 and when I took a closer look at it it had been hand-painted with beautiful flowers pink flowers roses in fact and um, a peacock and this peacock was just drawn beautifully and painted in with golds and greens and turquoises and I picked this up and it cost me no more than three pounds so you know again if I have seen this in a shop I might have paid ten pounds for it and I love it. And my uh, my aim now is that I will be um, painting plates. So what I did, I looked on um, the internet and I found that there's some pens out there that you can buy. And these pens really are magical because they're premium, premium acrylic paint pens. And they're by a company called Inmua. And you can get these on Amazon. They're £12.95 for a set of 12. And they're non-toxic, they're child safe, they're quick drying, they're water resistant, as well as sun resistant. And you can draw and colour in on glass, on ceramics, porcelain, on wood, on metal, canvas, plastic, as well as terracotta. How amazing is that? So if you go looking in a charity shop, you can buy plates really cheaply. You can pick up plates for a pound, white plates, even 50p, um, mugs, saucers, heart dishes, whatever it is you want. And then you can design your artwork on your plates if you wish to. So I got hold of these pens. They arrived in the post on Wednesday. And um, I designed my first plate, which I wrote live love and laugh on and um, I put hearts in the middle of it and all around the plate live love laugh and then in red pen live love laugh and when I look at this plate obviously it makes me smile but I've got a smaller plate as well which I've done the same and I've dated them so what a lovely thing that you can do just bring the magic into your life by doing some artwork and we all love doing art you know we love creating you know you could be doing some stuff with the children doing some creative art and the fun side of this is they'll be in your cupboard and um you can eat on them or you can sort of bring them out on a sunday on a special day of the week whatever it is you choose to do but you can allow the family members to put their own messages on there And it's a really, really, really good way to, you know, interact with family members and friends. I mean, I've got a friend moving um, soon and um, I've said to her, tell me your colour schemes and I'll design some artwork on some plates and, you know, I'll give her something special as a moving in gift. And it's really nice when you actually create something yourself and people do appreciate it they really and truly do so tiles I've got tiles in my garden I've cleared all my garden and it's gone very very feng shui I've bought some fabulous mirrors and I've got mirrors in each corner of the garden and you know the trees are reflecting into the mirrors and the colors of the grass and the blossoms on the trees reflect and the garden is looking absolutely spectacular and you don't need a lot of money to do your garden i bought a lot of um, floral trellises which can be bought in Dunelm. they're 25 pounds each you can order them b m have them and also you can get them on amazon and over last year and this year i've just been collecting more trellises buying a couple each month and my garden even if i say so myself looks absolutely really gorgeous and my finishing touch is an arch which I will be putting just to the side so I've got a side gate and um, when clients arrive for treatments because I do relaxation meditations um, I do my coaching online but I can also do it in person they will arrive into an enchanted garden now I've got a white arch arriving with two little plant pots either side, which I will entwine with flowers and that should be arriving in a week. And I used to have a metal arch, but the metal arch kept breaking. So this is much sturdier and um, I'm really excited. So I brought somebody into the garden on Friday evening for a Reiki treatment. And um, it was somebody who I've done business with who I felt needed a gift so she came to my garden and she said could she sit in my lounge chair on the grass facing the sun and the sun was shining beautifully and I wrapped her in a blanket and she was absolutely overwhelmed and basically said it was like going to paradise you know not only was the treatment so beautiful but just being out in the open and being in nature and having this relaxation treatment outside in the garden just made it even extra special for her. So I'm very, very blessed. I've got a huge gazebo, which I'm sitting under at the moment, and it's a metal one. And I picked that one up also in BM and m um, and the magic is really into my garden. and. I've got two fire heaters and we had them on last night. And just by putting these heaters on, you know, the wood burners, it reminds me of my childhood at camps, you know, sitting around a fire. And I love the smell of fire, I really do. So smells take you back to memories. Being outdoors takes me back to childhood where I was outside a lot as a child. And my happiest place is being outside. And just seeing the little, you know, birds that arrive into the garden, you know, going into the little um, water bath that I've got here and, you know, just eating some of the foods that I've got out there. It is just so, so magical. Just these simple things in life. And the other thing that I just absolutely adore are the cards that I use. So I'm gonna shuffle these cards and let me choose some. These are by, they're Living Reiki and they're by a lady called Penelope Quest and they're healing cards. And um, I had a gentleman make contact with me in the week and I'd already bought his book, which is brilliant. And I asked him if he could sign a book for my father. And he said, unfortunately he didn't have a book with him because he was staying in Manchester. But what he would do is um, order one on Amazon and sign it from me to my father and post it. And that was such a lovely thing for him to do. So I caught base with him and I said to him, look, I can send you the money for this book or I could send you something that's really, really special that I use all the time. So he said to me, no, that would be brilliant. Thank you. Could you do that? So they arrived today and he texts me to say that the first card he pulled, I'm gonna pull a card, and then I'll tell you what his one was. Right, the card that he chose today was the card of gratitude. And um, he said he, he lives in gratitude every day. He's a business coach, he knows his stuff. He's got a book out there called The Gold Mine To Your Mind. But sometimes we all forget to actually pat ourselves on the back and you know tell ourselves we're doing a good job you know we're, we're too busy pulling ourselves apart so facing your fears is the first card that I've just chosen so facing up to fears can often show that there wasn't that much to be afraid of at all and sometimes the fear of something is actually worse than the thing itself so you might have been there you know worried about something fearful of something but then you think, what in the hell was that all about? Because it was actually fine. So our minds can really play tricks with us sometimes and take us in a place um, of negativity where actually it's good to face your fears. Positive Expectations. Expectation is a powerful attraction force. Expect the things that you want in your life and don't ever expect the things that you don't want now the law of attraction how that works is what you resist is what you attract because you are powerfully focused on it with emotion so if there is one thing that you don't want in your life and you keep resisting that constantly thinking that you don't want that you're actually bringing that into your life and keeping it there can you hear the birds expressing gratitude The simple act of expressing gratitude to someone can make a really, really big difference to that person's life. People like to be appreciated for who they are and for what they do. So just saying that special word, thank you, can make them happy and usually makes you feel happy too, just by sharing that. Our higher self is the next card. Our higher self, sometimes referred to as our inner self, our soul, is that very wise part of ourselves that is totally loving and totally supportive and always working with us for our greatest and our highest good. By guiding us and providing us with the intuition and the deep insight, whether we choose to acknowledge it, or act on our inner wisdom or ignore it. It's totally up to us. Now, I had a dream last night and I don't always remember my dreams and maybe I don't always dream. But last night's dream really was so, so vivid. I dreamt that there was a set of keys that I found under a chair, under the cushion of a chair. And as I pulled these keys out, they had the letter in italic writing, D-E. And I can see that clearly in my mind's eye now, D-E. And in the dream, I was thinking, who's D-E? And as I looked at the keys, it then had a name on them. And that name was Arnold Grayson. Now, I recently lost somebody to COVID. Um, My dear ex-father-in-law Arnold Grayson who I never divorced when I divorced his son and he was always part of my life and um when I woke up it was just as if those keys were in my hand and um I won't ever forget this. It was just so weird. And I do feel that this little Robin that comes to visit me um, is spirit. You know, it's somebody saying that, you know, maybe it's Arnold or somebody else that I've lost that's very dear that is just coming to visit me. And um, that's what I feel. But, you know, it's just, it's magical. And at the end of the day, it's up to you how you look at nature. But do things come into our pathways on purpose is it by coincidence or was it for us to notice a bit like the robin that flies past open mindness the problem we all have is that we generally only see things from our own perspective and often assume that the way we see things is the way others see things this is often at the root cause of problems with other people which in turn can lead to the development of negative emotions so we need to become much more open-minded and remove ourselves from drama is what we need to do so i've also had a very blessed day because i do go on marketplace and there was a dressing table on marketplace which i quite like the look of and it was so reasonable it was 20 pounds and it was based in forest gate which isn't a million miles away Now my daughter is going to be moving out and um, she is going to be taking the dressing table that is in her bedroom because she will need a desk. And this was just perfect. So I've picked it up, got it in my car and um, I will spray paint it, cream um, and it is absolutely gorgeous. And that would have probably cost me £150 in the shops. So I feel so blessed for that. So the next card is Choose Emotions. Emotions are not caused by our outer events. They are an internal reaction to an external event. They represent a choice that you have made. And we choose what emotion to feel always. So this morning, I came across um, a memory in Facebook. And it was a memory of last year where I'd gone for a little walk around the lake. And I was a bit aggravated by a situation that had occurred. And um, I don't hold anger, ever. I always let go of an emotion. So I know that if I hold an emotion, that it will eat me away and it might cause me to feel negative or stressed. So what I do is, I imagine that I have some stones in my pocket, some crystal stones. And I walk around the lake in a mindful way and I throw one stone at a time being very very mindful not to hit the ducks or the swans on the lake and each stone represents an emotion so this reminded me of that particular day where I let go of frustration I let go of Anger, because I did feel angry, it was somebody that had behaved in a, a really insensitive way, and um, that you know really did you know I've, I really felt that, but I let go so we have a conscious choice whether we keep anger, but anger is usually tied to responses from the past that are of little use to us, and we grow pers- as we grow personally and spiritually is generally triggered when someone or something falls to meet our expectations, or sometimes even more important, when we don't come up with our own expectations. However, although it may feel uncomfortable to realise it, anger is a conscious choice, and it's often just a habitual reaction to a given set of circumstances. So we can choose not to be angry just for today. And, you know, again, Miracles happen all the time. These cards are just gorgeous. These living Reiki healing cards, you know, just all you do, shuffle the pack, choose three cards and they can set you up for the day. They are absolutely gorgeous. And I also love the Louise Hay cards. Um, I love me cards and I use those as well every day. So I always have positive affirmations. And when I started to read the Goldmine of Your Mind, you know, it was very clear to me that this gentleman um, had exactly the same thoughts as me. Works with intuition, also does daily relaxation and mindfulness, which we know is so vital and important for us. And um, he helps coach businesses um, to reach their potential and you know if a business has made you know there, there's been a bit of a, a muck up somewhere along the line or they've you know they've had a, a bit of an issue with um, staffing or you know problems with clients if we hold back on that emotion and con- continually keep going on about what's happened we're not going to move forward are we And um, these cars are really, really great. Great way of setting up your day up. Um, Great way to, you know, even get into conversation with other people. So, you know, I used to use these when I was um, running a meditation group for um, Redbridge Carer Support Services, actually. And um, I was working with carers that were looking after their loved ones. And, you know, the people that I was working with, most of them were over the age of 70 and you know overcoming difficulties is not always easy but we can learn from and be grateful for the lessons that we've learned because each time we encounter difficulties and overcome them we actually grow as individuals so we've got to go through the up and the downs and happiness and sadness and in everyone's life But every experience is valuable because it helps to make us who we are as people. Now, I was very blessed again um, to have been part of a training on Friday, which was about getting through to resistant clients and resistant service users. And you might recognize yourself as one of these, but first of all, we've got the persecutor. And then underneath with that, we would have the victim. So we put this in a triangle and then the other side would be the rescuer. And, you know, think about how you are normally. Are you rescuing everybody or are you the persecutor or are you the victim? And in different stages of life, this will revolve round. So it could be, yes, I was a victim you know, in my younger life. And um, yes, I would say I would be somebody that would want to help save people, you know, be the fixer. But um, you can't fix everybody. And what you have to remember is that that person is an individual and they're on their journey. And it might not be the right time for them to be fixed. So you can't fix everybody. Now, drama I stay away from drama. I do not react to drama. And I learned this lesson many, many years ago when I had an awful lot of drama in my life. And it wasn't drama that I bought on me, that I bought to myself, but it was not pleasant. And I probably was a victim at the time, I suppose. And, you know, I would keep going round on that hamster wheel and still be the victim but I jumped off and stopped reacting to the drama and realized that, you know, the drama wasn't my drama. So once you walk away from something, it's really quite amazing how things change. And when somebody's angry, and if you do not react to the anger, they get rather aggravated. And what happens is you, the anger bounces straight back to them. Because what they want is drama and an argument. Now, honouring and respecting others. We make conscious choices whether we make contact with people, choosing those from whom we wish to learn from and those we want as our friends and those that we need to walk away from. And also, we need to honour and respect all the people that we interact with in our lives and realise that, you know, everybody's on their own individual journey and they might be reacting in the way they are because they're unhappy. There's things happening in their life. So a good way is just throwing love and light back at them in your thoughts. And um, as I say, don't react to the drama. Now, everyone we meet, In some way or other are our teachers, whether we love them or loathe them, because they are also helping us to learn and grow spiritually. We also need to extend that kindness to ourselves because we are important too. So be your best friend. The song that I am choosing today is the Whitney Houston song, The Greatest Love of All. And that'd be great if you guys could play that on the radio today. But the greatest love of all. Is that love for yourself and standing up for who you are as a person and being the best that you can be because life is a journey and it is very magical and it is amazing and we are going to go through our ups and downs I mean let's look at it as life being we get stuck in the mud sometimes we can't get out of that mud but let's call the mud the negative energy we want out of that mud and we want to be in a more enlightenment, in a more positive attitude. I've learnt very well because I have an amazing father that has positive mental attitude. So we have a conscious choice. Whether we react to the drama or we move away from that. So We have to have clear affirmations, deciding what it is that we wish to work on, create simple, clear affirmations and goals. So I do a lot of work with vision boards and um, make that happen, create it. So my garden, I visualise my garden and how it would be, and my garden's completed. And, um, you know, now I'm helping to inspire others that come into my garden, the fact that they can do exactly the same. You, You know, it's a blank canvas and you can change that at any time that you want to. So put the magic in your life. If you need some support, you can inbox me. I will offer you free 30 minute consultation with no pressure, no obligation at the end. You can find me on www.graysonconsultancy.co.uk. You can find me, Tina Grayson, on Facebook. Or you can just find me here on Redbridge Radio. So thank you guys for having me. And have a lovely day. And um, enjoy the music. And um, your program's great. So it sets me up for my Monday. And... Um, I hope that you all have a really, really good day. Bye for now. Well, hi there. I hope everyone's well and um, having a really good Monday. So what I want to really talk about is energy because my name's Tina, Tina Grayson. I am a life coach, but I am an energy coach. And you might think, what do you mean by energy? Well everybody has a form of energy and sometimes you pick up energy from people and if it's a positive energy you might want to be around that person more or it might be somebody that's around you that's got a negative energy about them and they're always moody, they're always moaning, you know they're never looking at life in a a positive way. So as an energy coach um, I have learnt myself how to keep my energy levels up and to stop myself um, dropping into a low energy vibe. Because when we have a low low energy vibration, that is when we get unwell. And, um, you know, we've got coughs, colds. We know that with the pandemic um, and of course, today is really a day of celebration because being Monday, you know, things are going to be lifted and we've got countries that we can travel to now. But you've got people there that are going to be willing to travel and you've got others that are now filled with depression, despair and anxiety of the unknown. And we can understand the why. Now, why is it that I am a life coach? Well, leaving school, I couldn't wait to leave school. And my first job was a Saturday job and I was working selling shoes in Lillian Skinners, and some of you might remember Lillian Skinners in Ilford, but what made me happy more than anything was seeing customers smile, and for me, finding what they wanted, and for them to have satisfaction. So, at a young age, I realised that by me talking to people, I would lift their spirits and their vibrational energy, and um I just have that ability within my personality, that my personality is quite uplifting. So from leaving school, I wasn't very academic, I'm afraid. Um, I moved into retail. And from retail, I moved into retail management. And later, I moved into recruitment. But all of this kept me in good stead because if you were to walk into a shop in the old days, somebody would come up to you and say hello good morning or good afternoon how are you today and for some people that might have been the only person that that person had seen all day No, you wouldn't want to have gone into a shop and had somebody ignore you on arrival it's not very nice and unfortunately that does happen today you know customer service um isn't as it was years ago it really isn't and For me, again, in retail, it was finding out what the customer wanted and making that person feel special just for that short time that they were with me. You know, allowing that person just to maybe be given a compliment by me or for that person to chat about what it was that they were looking for and the why. And um, normally it would be somebody was coming in because they'd either lost loads of weight And they were buying new clothes for their wardrobe or they had a special occasion or they just wanted to treat themselves. And, you know, just by buying something new, just lifted their spirits and made them feel great. So that really was great training for me. And that put me instead um, to really do the work I do today. So moving away from retail, um, I moved into recruitment and adored it beyond. And again, the why. The why for me was seeing people happy with their choices. There's nothing worse if you're working for a company and you're working from nine till five every day and you hate your job. That is just so awful. What a horrible, horrible situation to be in. And how many people are there out there that are in a very low energy vibration, that always off sick, that hate their work, And they don't know how to come off the hamster wheel and move into what their passions are. Now, it is difficult. It's first of all difficult to allow yourself to find your work joyful. And I've always been grateful because the work I've always done, I've adored it with a passion. And I'd already always said to myself that once I don't adore the work I do, then I have to move on. And that is really what happened for me with recruitment. Um, It became not as pleasurable as it was. So when I was in recruitment, the individual and the person was the most important. Um, But in later life, it became figures. And obviously, computers came in. So the people weren't as important as the piece of paper, in a way. So we would have 50, 60, 70 CVs that might come in per one job. And we would have to shortlist through those CVs. But when I first started recruitment, we didn't really use email. It was the individual. So people would come into our Bond Street office and you know I would sit there and chat to them and interview them and find the right people for the right companies by getting on the telephone and speaking to my clients and um, explaining to my clients who I had with me And who I felt was the best fit. Computers. We've had to move forward, we know. But computers, it's not the same, is it? And there's been a lot of people that have been very much um, suppressed emotionally because of the pandemic. I mean, we've got elderly that some of them might have engaged with computers and it's been great to get on Zoom. But others can't move forward and use a computer and they've missed that interaction that little walk that they might have had around the park where they just saw somebody that smiled at them or you know that they've bumped into somebody that they haven't seen for a very long time and you know it is so so lovely when you bump into people uh, unexpectedly so energy i went off to a garden center this week because i purchased an arch from Wayfair and the other arches that I'd had in my garden were metal and they'd all broken in the storms that we've had so I ordered something a bit sturdier from Wayfair and when it arrived it's got two planter pots and that's fine and I've got a plant to put in them but a handyman said to me you know what maybe it would be a good idea to put earth in the base and some attractive stones and then that way it would be weighted down so you wouldn't lose it in the storm. So I agreed. So off I trotted to my local garden centre and um, an aunt of mine was heading there so she picked me up and a girlfriend of mine also came with because she loves the garden centre and she's a very avid gardener and off we went to this garden centre and when I've arrived I found something that I adored and it was brightly coloured turquoises and greens and golds and really vibrant and it was a peacock not a real peacock obviously a metal peacock which was just perfect exactly what I wanted because I had bought one recently but it was very dull when it arrived because we hadn't been shopping and of course every purchase I'd made had been online and I'd picked up these two gold peacocks from Dunelm who are pride in place in my garden who I absolutely adore And immediately my aunt said to me, oh my God, not another one. There's no room in your garden for any more. But no, I wasn't having it because I know that peacocks are absolutely very spiritual and that in my garden that they would work really, really well. So this gorgeous peacock I'm looking on now and the colours of the blue, as we know, are the colours of the chakra, the throat chakra. Some of you will know, some of you won't. And the green, that green colour within the peacock. And this is a really, really bright green. That's the, the colour of growth and regeneration and also heart. So our heart chakras are green. And that is our fourth chakra. And when I talk about chakras, it is so important because... When we are not in alignment and when we're not doing the work that we've been put on this planet to do, our chakras become darker. They're not They're not working in the way they should and they are suppressed down. So like our emotions, our chakras become much duller. So we need to brighten up all those chakras. So the first chakra that we'd want to brighten up to give us the energy that we need is our root chakra. And the root chakra is at the base of our spine, base chakra, and it's red. And it's governed by a lotus of a four petals, four petal lotus flower. So it's near the sacral coccyx joint at the bottom of the spine, and the flow of energy moves in a clockwise direction. And that connects to our physical auric body. And it regulates our lower backs, our adrenal glands, our blood, our skeleton, our feet, our knees, our hips, teeth, nails, rectum and our spine. And that is associated with stability. So anything earthy, stability, Um physical stability, security, money, self-sufficiency and responsibility for ourselves and its connection to the earth. So it's all very much about survival instincts. So if you're in fear that you haven't got enough money or you're in fear that things aren't working for you, then that base chakra is out of alignment and that needs to be put back in. And I do do this, by the way, Uh, being a Reiki master, Um, I can do Reiki treatments. The next colour, and this is the colour orange, which isn't in my peacock, but the colour orange is in my flowers in the garden, I can see. And that is represented by a lotus of six petals. So six petals open them up. And the flow of energy moves into an anti-clockwise direction and that connects to our etheric auric body. So that will regulate things like our ovaries, our kidneys, our bladder, our prostate, pelvis, body fluids, adrenal glands, our large intestines, our lower back and our sacrum. And that is also associated with sexuality and it's all about nourishing ourselves. And it's all to do with change and creativity. Now, my Sacral chakra was off balance for a very, very, very long time when I suffered with um, chronic fatigue and I have very, you know, I would have spurts of energy and then I would lack a lot of energy. So the first chakra is the base chakra and that is the color red. And then we have the second chakra. Now, the next chakra along for energy is the third chakra. And that is bright yellow, and I've got sunflower seeds growing in my garden. Solar plexus, and it's a lotus of 10 petals. That moves in a clockwise direction, and that connects to our vital auric body. So things like our pancreas, our stomach, our liver, our spleen, our gallbladder, our small intestines our abdomen, our sternum, and the back. And this is, believe it or not, associated with inner peace, which is what we all want, just that inner peace. So if you're suffering with stress, you're suffering from anxiety, you're suffering with depression because you're coming out of lockdown and the world's going back to normal, it could very well be that your solar plexus is out. So that self-esteem relating to the world around us. And again, what you just need to do is imagine that you have got a lotus of 10 petals in your solar plexus plexus area. And just open up those petals and focus on the colour yellow. And just open them up brighter and brighter and brighter still. The fourth chakra, the green, which is in my beautiful peacock out there, is the heart chakra and that is a lotus petal of 12 petals and that is based in the middle of the chest and it moves in an anti-clockwise direction and that connects with the astral auric body or the emotional aura. The heart, the lungs, circulation, your hands, your shoulders, your breasts and your upper So that is associated with love, generosity, compassion and forgiveness and a reason Hi there I hope everyone's well and um, happy Monday so today there's been obviously the start of change um, in reference to the lift of some of these restrictions and some of these places now that we can travel to if you feel that you want to. Now I'm Tina Grayson I'm a life coach and I'm all about health and well-being and I do a lot of energy coaching and We've got an awful lot of people at the moment on different kinds of energy vibrations. Um, We've got a a load of people that are feeling really anxious and really um, quite frightened um, about things going back to normal um, because obviously this pandemic has caused quite a lot of um, upset and um, a lot of... um, problems I think for so so many people now nobody thought back in March that this would last for as long as it has and I think we're so so grateful to be coming out the end of this now and I have to say I've had a very very positive experience throughout the pandemic Um, I have lost somebody very very dear to me that was really sad and that should not have happened but he was an elderly gentleman at the age of 92. And his spirit will carry on in my life forever. And his memory will, because he really was quite an exceptional gentleman. But so many people have lost so many dear loved ones. And, you know, that process of grief, you know, from anger and, you know, resentment and, you know, loads and loads and loads of different feelings go through when we lose somebody and it's okay to not be okay. It really and truly is. Now I work as a Samaritan for the Havering area and we get a variety of different people ringing us and you know it's not all just you know people wanting to end their lives. We have a lot of elderly people that ring that you know are finding it difficult to cope because of the way things have changed. We've got young students that have been finding this really, really challenging and really, really difficult as we've, you know, we've got, you know, mums as well that my gosh, you know, my goodness. I mean, my children are older now, but, you know, if I had young children and one minute they were at school, the next minute they weren't at school, then back at school, you know, that could have caused so much anxiety in these kids. And, you know, the children are our future. And, you know, it is so, so important that we keep ourselves nourished by eating, you know, the healthy foods out there, you know, that we keep ourselves hydrated, you know, drinking enough water and that we look after ourselves. And one of the things that happens to us when we are feeling low or feeling depressed or anxious or there's other things going on in our lives, what happens is we stop taking care of ourselves. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are put on this COVID stone and, you know, they're doing their best to lose this weight. Um, And, you know, the weight will come off, but it's all about the mindset, really. So I want to take you out into my garden because my garden is my sanctuary. And my garden is my place where I can sit and just be in the here and the now, just watching, whatever wildlife comes into my little garden. And I've been putting out nuts and seeds for the birds and I've got a little robin that comes and visits me on a regular basis. But what I've got in my garden is I've got this vision, I had this vision of having my garden as a bit of an enchanted garden. And whoever comes into my garden, basically they go, oh wow, it's the energy in here is absolutely beautiful. So what I've done is I've just created a space of putting all the things that I adore and love out there. Um, I've got a little um, little bird bath, but it's um, a solar waterfall. And um, it's got three little birds and the mummy bird there with an umbrella. So it makes me laugh when I look at that, That's it's just too cute. Um, I've got a beautiful arch. So, you know, people arrive into my home because obviously we've had, you know, th- this situation where people haven't been able to come into the house people have come around the side um, gate and then they've arrived in this beautiful beautiful area where they walk under an arch which is covered in flowers and um, fairy lights and solar ball lights as well so at night time it all lights up and I've got a little owl out there so here's my wise owl and um, at night time he's on solar too so his eyes light up and we've got a couple of little pink flamingos on sticks and the things that i love the most i've got buddhas and i've also got some beautiful peacocks out there so my garden makes me smile it is my safe place it's the place where i can go to and just shut off from the world Um, i can read out there play my um, meditation music and I do a lot of my healing work out there as well because not only am I a life coach but I'm also a spiritual healer and also a a Reiki master too so energy let's go back to the energy if our space that we live in isn't the right energy then things don't feel right for us. So it could be family members um, are suffering with stress and anxiety, like I said, and they're behaving badly. So, you know, it's always a good move to, you know, to find out what is going on. And also to, you know, regroup as a family as well. You know, if the children are behaving really badly, they're behaving badly for a reason, so what's going on for them? So, you know, a really lovely thing to be able to do with them is, you know, take yourself away from the TV, from all the computers and the phones, and just do something, a fun activity that you could maybe all do as a family in the garden. And what I did recently with some girlfriends um, who we'd we'd had three lockdown birthdays. So with this group of girls, there were four of us, and um, I bought some um, pottery from um, the works and some acrylic paints and porcelain pens? pens and with the pens i was able to create some plates with some really positive affirmations and it was a really fun thing to do and you know for the birthday girls i um got them to choose what they wanted to do so we had some little um bird houses that they could paint um we had a little fairy door Um, I had some hangers that could be you know customised to what their requirements were and um, one of the ladies whose birthday it was um, I presented her with a white um, cup and saucer um, which was also one of these um, teapots so the teapot was there at the top and then the little cup and saucer was at the bottom and she just created what she wanted on there and it was just such a beautiful thing to do and she will never ever forget that so you know there's these real fun places there's a place in Woodford called um, Creative Biscuit and um, in there you can order some plates um, that you want to customize and paint and um, then you have to take them back to for them to put them through the kiln or you have to obviously finish your session and then they put them through the kiln and you go back and pick them up so that was something i did with my daughter um, on my birthday and it was a real fun thing to do and these plates i still haven't been able to pick them up because creative pottery hasn't been back open yet but i do believe that'll be open after the 15th Another really great place that you can go with your family um, is the um, Crazy Golf. And there's a huge Crazy Golf um, just on the way to Romford, just off the Eastern Avenue. And I've not been there myself, but when I go past, you know, I've seen families playing together and it's really lovely. Just getting out there in nature, even if it's just going out for, you know, a little picnic in the country Going out for a little drive and even going to the beach, to the seaside, you know, seeing how many shells the children can pick up or, you know, what stones they can pick up. And what's been going on here in uh, the area I live, and I live in Barkingside, I live opposite um, a gentleman called Andrew, who is a priest, in fact, of the the church in Mossford. Um, So, what he did was at the beginning of um lockdown he put in a fish pond in the front of his house i know it sounds crazy but that's what he did and what we all did all the neighbors on the cul-de-sac we all bought fish and the fish were all named and the children got involved with naming the fish and then what we did was we painted these stones and um he's got loads of beautiful varnished stones all around the pond and um, it's really, really lovely and we will never forget, you know, what happened in our cul-de-sac throughout the pandemic and um, we bought him a present and that was of a bench and we put a plaque on the bench and, you know, our lockdown was a really, it was a positive lockdown because we were able to... Grouped together, and we kept the community going um, with energy, and we were just able to uplift each other. So, I've got a little cream bench outside my home. Andrew's got a bench outside his. Some of the other neighbors have benches outside, so you know we'd be able to, you know, go out to the front of the house and have a communication conversation with people. And you know, if there was a family that we knew weren't coping very well then we'd all club together and, you know, do our best to lift their spirits or get a food shop for them or, you know, many a time I was asked to, you know, get sausages for a neighbour or even can I get some cash out for them. So it's been, as I say, uh, we've made the most of the pandemic in the cul-de-sac that we've been in and now everything's going to be lifting. This is a really, really beautiful place to live. Now, my owl that I have in the garden, it symbolises knowledge and um, I've become very wise through pandemic. Um, I've got loads of things in my garden that symbolise different things. Um, I have an elephant out there and that elephant goes back to when I was taught Reiki master training because an elephant never forgets and the lady that taught me um, I purchased a tiny little elephant from her and I said to her at the time I will never ever forget my experience and my learnings that I've had from her but what's happened to me over the last year and a half to two years I've developed a lot more um, spiritually um, I would say and I am um, finding that things are happening um in synchronicity now so whatever i manifest in my life if i do if i manifest it via a vision board or i manifest it through my thought process or even maybe manifest it through a drawing um, or affirmations then what i manifest is what bounces straight back to me and literally it is as simple as simple as that so You have to be very clear, sorry about the dog barking, you have to be clear about what it is that you want. Because if you're not clear on what it is that you're looking for, then the universal energy can't really work with you. So you have to give clear messages. So let's use um, some examples, because things happen to me all the time. So yesterday I went to a garden center Because I needed to get some um, earth and some stones for my arch that I put into the garden. Because I've had three arches in the last three years and they've all snapped in the winds. And that's really frustrating. So I was advised to put earth in the pots. I've got two planter pots either side of the arch. um, And obviously to plant my plant and then to put stones on the top to keep it solid. And as I arrived at this garden centre, I had already made the decision that one of the peacocks that I have in my garden, obviously they're not real, um, I didn't like. It was very dull and I could paint it, but it, it wasn't what I wanted. And I'd ordered it online because we hadn't been able to go to the shops. So as I've walked in, what is there but this magnificent peacock in all the colours that I adore, turquoises and blues and golds and purples, so the peacock came home with me, and I found a beautiful spot for it in the garden. Absolutely adore it beyond adore it. And um, as I was leaving the garden centre, I bumped into a neighbour that's around the corner. So we had a nice conversation, and her husband Tony then shared with me what he would do with my um, gazebo they've got in the garden that. I've had problems with because I've had a gazebo that's snapped in the winds and I've got a new one that I'm putting up and of course the energy in my garden has been beautiful and it's looked so gorgeous and then of course we've had all these storms last week so everything out there has just sort of got a bit ruined so you've really got to be mindful you know if you are putting gazebos outside or you are putting out um, you know nice um, arches and things that they've got to be as secure as they can be. So he gave some, me some really good tips on what to do with the gazebo, so that's going to be happening. And then I'd put out that I needed to make some changes into in my house because there's some energy changing around me. I've got a daughter that's moving out this weekend, but I've got another daughter that's going to be flying back from Australia, and she's been living away for the last three and a half years. So I've ordered some new um, chairs for my dining room because my dining room chairs um, needed a little bit of tender loving care and you know after looking at having them re-upholstered or having them deep cleaned I thought you know what the best thing to do is let go let them go and start again. So a good place to um, sell your stuff is either eBay or Marketplace on Facebook and once i'd made the decision to sell these chairs there in my messages was a lady who said could i please purchase two of the carvers so she took the chairs and my dining room we've decluttered it i've decluttered it with a team of ladies from a company called wish upon a style and um we've given the dining room a real sort of 60 minute makeover and i've got um a gentleman coming in next week that's going to paint it for me and um whitewash so all the walls gonna be white and then I've got these beautiful floral chairs that are the colours of the chakras and if you're not aware of what the colours of the chakras are the base chakra is a colour red and that moves up to the next chakra which is the colour orange moving up to the colour yellow and the next colour in the meridians in the chakra would be the colour green that's your heart chakra then your colour blue for communication the next one would be violet for your just inside just in between your forehead and then obviously the colour white above so my my chairs are actually white with red and blue and green and they've got a lot of the colors of the chakras in them and a bit of lemon a bit yellow so they're very very special these chairs so the room is now very decluttered not a lot of um, stuff on the walls um, really lovely energy flowing through that room and what i've also done is i've got my sage Um, I've got a sage smudger and I've just gone through the downstairs and I've sage smudged it so I've cleared the energy in uh, the downstairs area and what I will do is tomorrow I will do the upstairs so I've got the back door open at the moment and um, again that's bringing in fresh energy inside the house and um, you know what, we've had a lot of bad weather, we've had a lot of storms, but having a storm is good because it does clear the energy. So what is important is your environment that you live in. And if you're living in a lot of clutter, um, you do need to clear some of that clutter to bring in fresh energy. And it could be that you're just feeling a little bit lethargic, that you have feeling that, you know, you need a, a new lease of life, and literally just by clearing that your rooms and, you know, starting to do a bit of decluttering is so therapeutic. So if you think about your mind, OK, it's as if you're sweeping through these thoughts in your mind and you're clearing some of the stuff that doesn't serve you any longer. So it's a really lovely thing to do. Buddhism. Um, I've been doing a lot of reading about Buddhism over the years and um, I live in gratitude every single day and I look at life in a very positive way so when life sends me a curveball and believe me it has sent me many a curveball I then look at the positives always look at the positives because if we keep focusing on the negatives in our lives then what happens is we get stuck and we get stuck in a negative spiral. So if you've got stuff that you've got to let go of and that's been happening for you over COVID, then just give yourself a little spring clean of the mind, just as you would if you were decluttering your home, start to declutter your mind. And a really good way of doing that is to walk around a lake And imagine as you walk around that lake that you've got a handful of stones in your pocket and you are going to throw these stones of emotions that you don't want anymore or these feelings that don't serve you any purpose straight into the lake, one at a time. So it could be anger. You might be holding anger. So you can throw that anger straight into the lake and throw it as far away as you can frustration, you can throw that one, guilt, you might have guilt, you might be holding guilt for something, fear, might be another one, whatever it is that you are holding that isn't serving you any purpose, throw those thoughts away and you will feel so refreshed. So when we do our spring cleaning or when we're doing our decluttering, we need to declutter our mind too. So if you think about your brain being a computer and if you were to do a search for something on your computer and if you don't close that down and you open up another search, what's going to happen eventually, your computer is going to become very, very sluggish and it's going to start to conk out and we are no different if we keep running the same thoughts, if we carry on with the same behaviours, then what happens is we end up becoming unwell. So Louise Hay is somebody who I've always adored and, you know, her books, she's no longer with us, but her books are all about, you know, emotions can then um, become an illness within ourselves. Okay. So in Louise Hay's case, uh, she had um a growth in her stomach, a big cyst. And when she went to visit her um, specialist, they was told that they wanted to remove that and operate. And what she said was, please give me the opportunity to um, see what I can do myself. And what she did, she was doing positive affirmations every day, eating very healthy, looking after herself. And what happened was that that growth that she had in her stomach, went. It just went away. And that's what happens. So when we carry anger and we carry resentment or we don't carry self-love, what we're doing is we are self-sabotaging our own lives, really, with our thoughts. So we want our thoughts to be pure. And when we were put here on this planet, we were put here for a reason. And we've all got jobs to do. And it might be that you're not in the right headspace. If you're not in the right headspace, maybe you would like to contact me. You can call me. Um, you can find me on Facebook, on Grayson Consultancy or on Tina Grayson. You can um, have a look at my website, www graceandconsultancy.co.uk. And and I will be happy to give you a free 30-minute consultation. No obligation at all. But I myself have gone through mental health issues. I've also had counselling. I've had CBT, cognitive behavioural therapy. And um, the only things that really worked for me was the self-help that I worked on for myself. So we have to take control. There's nobody with a magic wand that's going to make everything go away. We have to work on ourselves. And, you know, life is a bit of a roller coaster at times. And it's a bit like a game of snakes and ladders. We're going to climb up that snake, climb up the ladder, rather, and then maybe fall down the snake and climb up that ladder and fall down the snake again. But we've got to keep climbing back up. So think of yourself as a child, as a child when you were crawling. You then got up to walk. You copied that behaviour of your parents. You were walking, walking like other children. You would fall, but you'd always get back up. So never, ever, ever give up, ever. Because life is supposed to be hard. If life was easy... It wouldn't be challenging, would it? So we've got to go through the peaks and the troughs of life, but we learn along the way. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. So huge namaste. And um, radio stations are great, and this radio station in particular. And, you know, listening to your music just takes you to a happy place. So do the things that make you happy and put yourself first. Thank you very much. Bye for now. Well, hello there. hope everyone's well. And I am sitting in my beautiful garden whilst I'm delivering this podcast to you. So my name's Tina Grayson from Grayson Consultancy. And I'm all about health and well-being. And being a bank holiday weekend um, is absolutely lovely and I hope everyone's chilling and um, doing some stuff that they need to have done that maybe they've not had the time to do. So I want to talk to you today about um, NLP, Neuro Programming, and how it is an invaluable thing that you can use within your life. Now we are all different every single one of us and if we were all the same what a crazier world it would be so we all think in a different way we all feel differently and you might say something to one person and they're fine but you say that same thing to somebody else and they take offense so The really good thing to do is to understand the person that you are communicating with to get the most out of them. And some of you, you know, might have in the past, you know, had um, something that's happened maybe in um, their private life or in a working environment where that person that they've communicated with really just didn't understand them and um, you just couldn't get them to understand your point of view. So a really good way of um, working out a situation and understanding how the other person feels is by being the third person. So what do I mean by the third person? So, you know, one person sits in one chair, the other person sits in another chair and you you sit like a triangle and you listen to the conversation that's happening with the two people and you watch the body language of that individual and you hear what that person has to say. You take note of the way they're talking. Are they talking in an emotional way? Are they in touch with their emotions? Are they maybe feeling a bit low, um, a little bit out of sorts? Is that person In a really good place. Are they talking very much in a a visual way, um, where they are talking about how amazing their life is at the moment, and um, what a wonderful weekend they had, and you know where they've been, and you know they might be talking in pictures. And you know sometimes we want to be hanging around the people that are really, really, really positive, but these people that are positive can also get you down as well because they can get on your nerves especially if they don't understand where you're coming from and how you are feeling so a really good way of picking up if somebody's feeling very low is within their body language Um, they might be slumped down a bit their shoulders might be down i know this state's the obvious or they might be looking downwards and um, their their voice might be a little bit more monotone and um if somebody's maybe a little bit more energetic they might be a little bit more excitable in the way they talk they might be talking a lot faster or they might be talking in um, picture form or you know in a different way that that other person is now how to lift the spirits of somebody number one it's listening listening to what they have to say using empathy and obviously not not talking over what they're saying just hearing what they have to say and an idea might be to say i understand that's how you're feeling but this is how i'm feeling in this situation and you might be feeling a completely different feeling to that individual so always try to put yourself in the shoes of that other person because they might not be in a good place, and that might be the reason what they, why they are reacting in a certain way. So you might be able to take yourself back to a scenario that's happened in the past. Um, I mean, I'll use an example. You know, it could be that, you know, I've been reading quite a lot lately, and I read a lot of self-help books, but recently I've been reading more autobiographies, which I really enjoy to do. But I am a bit of an all or nothing, and If I start reading an autobiography, then I might finish that autobiography within one day or two. Now, that doesn't make sense to some of my friends or my peer group because they might think, oh, no, that's ridiculous. How can you read a book in a day? You know, how can you be so obsessive and, and read that in two days and then start a new book? But, you know, when you get excited about something or you get, you know, animated, you know, that is when you might get more energy to actually do something and you know it could very well be that you do burn yourself out because you might be going to bed very late waking up really early and you know that might be fine for two weeks or three but you know after four weeks you might be feeling really exhausted and a bit burnt out so it's understanding the why 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 did you wake up at three o'clock why did you wake up at five had you got things on your mind had you not gone to bed with um a clear head were you worrying about what might be happening tomorrow or next month or next year or were little things happening that might just be niggling you so a really really good exercise that you can do before you go to bed is to park your thoughts have a little pad by the side of your bed, and just put parking. And on there, just put all the things that have been on your mind, and just allow yourself to park them. Just say to yourself, it's okay for me to go to sleep now, and I want to sleep for seven, eight, nine hours, however many hours it is that you want to go to sleep for. And just tell the universe that's what you want. And you could even write down the time that you switch off your phone and turn off the light on that pad. And then when you wake up, if you wake up uh, uh, some mad time like 3 or 4 or 5 in the morning and that you know by waking up that time you're going to feel exhausted, what you can then do is just do some breathing techniques or you can use the 3 two, one technique that I have taught in the past. So the 3 two, one technique will be able to take yourself away from your thoughts and bring yourself back into your breathing. So just by breathing a really deep breath in and a deep breath out. Just drawing the number three as you breathe in and you breathe out. Drawing the number three again with your thumb and your two fingers together so a bit like doing a Duffy Duck impression with your thumb and your two fingers, drawing the number three again, breathing it in, and out. And again, just breathing in, drawing the number three, breathing out. She so you draw the number two, breathing in, and breathing out. And drawing the number two again, just ignoring any noises around you and out. And the number two again, just breathing in and breathing out. <coughs> and the number two again, just breathing in and breathing out. And then drawing the number one, just breathing in and drawing the number one. Breathing in and breathing out. And the number one again, breathing in and out. And the number one again, just breathing in and breathing out. And we're gonna go with number one, one more time. Breathing in and breathing out. And then you can just put your hands to your stomach and just feel the warmth of your hands onto your stomach. As you just feel your stomach rise and then drop again in the breath and you could take yourself to that beautiful safe place that only you know by imagining that you have a colour all around you. Just stepping into that colour and just allowing yourself just to be, just in the here and the now, not thinking about anything, not worrying about anything. Just being in that beautiful place. And that place could be a lake. Or that place could be a seaside. It could be a memory of somewhere you went when you were a child. It could just be somewhere that you went maybe on your last holiday. The last time you went overseas. The last time you went abroad. Wherever that place may be, just breathing it in and breathing it out and before you know it, you will be back asleep in a beautiful, tranquil place. And when you wake up, you could maybe write on your paper where you went. You might be able to just take yourself back there again in your mind. And whenever you feel that things are a bit overwhelming for you that maybe people aren't understanding you that you're having some communication issues with some loved ones you can just walk away from that situation and just walking away from that situation just boiling a kettle just taking time out is so so beneficial and when we don't react to behaviour, it's really empowering because a lot of the time people want to challenge us and they want an argument. And I know that sounds ridiculous because you might think to yourself, well, why in the hell would somebody want to argue with me? But that's, you know, that's, that's human beings, you know. So it might be your teenagers are, are just giving you a little bit of JIP giving you a little bit more aggravation than normal but you can step away from that whenever you want to and when you don't react to a behavior it is really powerful on what happens because that person will stop whatever it was that they were doing because they are not getting a reaction now it is something that i use in my life i've got a daughter that can be extremely challenging at times and um, you know I've learned to not react to the behavior and um, I was really blessed today because I've um, worked with a client and um, it was a parent that wanted me to work with her son because she was concerned about her son and she loved her son to pieces but she was very concerned about some behavior and um, what I did, I taught the son the 3 two, one technique and I asked him if he could be so kind as to teach that technique to his family members. And I explained to him because he said to me, I don't really want to be in a calm place. And I said, that's fine. You might not want to be in a calm place. But it might be that others are around you might benefit from being in a calm place. So would you mind just sharing this technique with them and being able to feedback to me and let me know how that went? And um, when I discussed this with a mother who is also a teacher, in fact, she said, "What a wonderful, wonderful idea!" Because what I did was I gave him the power of using this tool that he, even if he didn't want it for himself, that he would be able to teach it to others. And when you're teaching this technique to others and you are doing the technique, you're breathing in and you're breathing out in the way that I've shown, you are taking yourself to this beautiful, beautiful place. And, um, you know, her feedback to me was, oh my goodness, that's absolutely amazing, thank you, Um, and I hope this works. And, you know, she also then informed me that she was going in for surgery. And um, I said to her, well, even more reason that you need to know this technique yourself, because if your son teaches you this technique, then you will be so much calmer when you go through your procedure, when you go to hospital. The other thing that we need is to be mindful about the amount we drink. And I harp on about this constantly all the time. But if we are not drinking enough water, we are dehydrated. And by being dehydrated, this can make us feel very, very unwell. And a lot of clients that I deal with, one of the questions that I ask them is, what is it that they do to look after themselves? You know, is it an exercise that they do? Is it that they um, you know, go for walks regularly? Or are they you know, ensuring that they're getting 10,000 steps in a day? Are they mindful on what they're eating? Are they eating in a healthy way? And are they drinking enough water? And more on often than not, the one thing that comes back each time is the lack of water and also diet, not eating three meals a day, being too busy to put themselves first. So another really hot tip for your own health and well-being is ensuring that you are eating on a regular basis, small meals, maybe little and often, and that you are mindful of how much sugar you're intaking as well because sugar um, can make us feel very unwell as well. So take the time and be mindful about what you are doing and be mindful of the people around you and the toxicity around you. Because unfortunately, as much as there are positive people out there, there are lots of negative people as well. And those negative people, as I say, will zap your energy. And it might be that you need to walk away from some situations, that you might need to walk away from some people that are just constantly knocking your energy, or not in your um, fan club, because you want people there that are there for you, people there that, you know, love you, that are interested in what you're doing, um, that care about you, and um, the more and more, you know, you are, you know, working out what's right for you, you will realise that, you know, sometimes you are your own worst enemy, and um, it could just be that situations are happening constantly again and again and again because you are bringing them into your energy field and whatever you think you have to be mindful of because what you think is what you can manifest back into your life so if you like a lot of drama if you like your life to be crazy um and you know and not serenity then that's what you'll have I have chosen a life of peace, a life of serenity and a life of tranquility and I walk away from drama in my life. Um, I will ignore drama um, or I will just not react to the drama and I don't then have drama that comes bouncing back into my world. Now others might not understand you because it might be that they've always acted in the same way and they've always had drama around them. So when you make the changes, they might not really get it or understand. But the most important person is yourself. And to self-love is the biggest gift that you can ever give to yourself. So self-love, ensuring that you've got, as I say, the right foods on the table enough water that you're having people around you that are lifting your spirits people that are on the same mindset as you people that you know want the same things from life as you do and you know the people that are negative be there for them if you can but don't feed into their drama because the more you feed into their drama the more drama will come into your life. And I learned this many, many years ago where I had quite um, a traumatic experience and I had quite a lot of drama in my life. And I noticed that the the drama kept coming back and repeating itself. And it was only when I realized what was happening that I let go of that pattern of behavior and I was able to go through the healing process and make the changes that I needed. Now, I've suffered with mental health myself. You know, I've gone through a stage in my life where I've not even wanted to be here. But everything that's happened to me has put me in the position that I'm in now. And I will always learn and I will always continue to learn because for me, life is all about learning. And I will never, ever, ever have the answers to everything. But what I learn, I then like to share And when you share information with people, it is so empowering, it really is. It makes us feel amazing and um, it's really uplifting for others. So if there's one gift that you can give yourself, maybe it would be the gift of knowledge, you know, your wisdom, maybe you could share some wisdom with somebody. And it's so lovely when you just see that aha moment, you know, when you you watch somebody change from You know being in a negative state into a more positive state or you know You notice somebody's energy is just changing. They're much lighter. They're not as serious and um, you know They're they're laughing and even laughing about yourself is is an amazing thing to do So, you know, let's not take ourselves too seriously because if we do um, we're going to be forever beating ourselves up and you know today is a gift and um, that's why it's called the present so be in the present moment you know it is a bank holiday Monday so you know sit there and just look at the flowers that are popping up in your garden and I've got yellow roses that are, that have come up which are absolutely stunningly beautiful and, um I'm still waiting for my sunflowers to pop up, which I planted a while ago and it's just you know life is so beautiful when you you know look up and look in the air and you know see the see the birds you know that little robin that comes to visit me at more or less five o'clock every day in the garden you know makes me smile five o'clock in the garden makes me smile, my little solar waterfall that i've got sitting in my garden you know with my little chickens and it it is just gorgeous you know i absolutely adore it so i feel very very blessed and i feel very blessed um, that i can share some of my experience here on redbridge radio and you know redbridge radio as any radio station is really special because you know it gives us the opportunity to relax and listen to the music that we love and you know it fills our soul it really does and you know the words in music you know have got so much meaning and um my favorite song is Whitney Houston the greatest love of all so thank you so much for tuning in to Redbridge Radio today and um thank you so much for you know all the feedback that I get from the podcasts that I put out and from the health and wellbeing stuff that I do. So if you want to know a bit more about me, you can find me www.graysonconsultancy.co.uk. You can find me, Tina Grayson, on Facebook, and um, you can message me. And um, if you want a free 30-minute consultation, inbox me, um, send me an email and um, i will see what i can do for you with no obligation whatsoever so a huge namaste a big hug and have a blessed day thank you